We still do seven NUFC Matters show a week for free. But if you want to help support NUFC Matters, then there are a few ways of doing it. Hit the like button on each live broadcast and video. This helps the channel grow. Hit the subscribe button and select the all notifications bell so you don't miss a single show. If you want to help us financially, then you can join the channel using this button with the membership starting at $1.99 a month. Or you can drop us a donation in the chat using a super sticker. We're also looking for sponsors. If you'd like your brand advertised on the flies for the show and featured during the ad break, then email john at nufcmatters.com to arrange today. Bonjour et bienvenue sur les questions NUFC. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Welcome to NUFC Matters. It's Melly. Uh, good evening, Melly. How are you? Good evening, mate. All right. Hey, the intro to that uh, to this show is absolutely fantastic. Every time you know, I'm you're like that. You're like that. You're going. To the <laughs> I know. I can see you in the green room. It's spot on, mate. But. Big night tonight. Champions League is back for Newcastle. Um, you know, it's it's exciting watching the countdown. Um, not there, obviously, tonight, but uh, there in spirit. Great to see that uh, Newcastle fans are, as always, uh, conducting themselves in, in the best way they can, despite a bit of provocation last night from the PSG Ultras. But uh, looks like it's a party atmosphere this afternoon in Newcastle fans. If you're out there and you're managing to catch a show before you go to the ground, be safe, be sensible and just enjoy the game. And remember, you're representing your club when you're out there. But uh, lots to talk about. And Melly on to talk about Champions League, on to talk about Premier League. And of course, looking ahead to the big game at the weekend when Newcastle take on Manchester United at the uh, at the Shrine, St. James's Park, Melly. We'll get to that a little bit later on. You're a man in demand. But... I want to talk to you first about your podcast. You're going to do a podcast, Melly. Um, yes. You've enjoyed coming on here. You've enjoyed doing your bit. You're a Manchester United fan from up north, and you're looking to do one. So tell us a little bit about it, and when can people expect to see it? Well, I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to start this week, Steve. It's 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 finding the time. You know, it's, I see what you go through, you know, to put these shows on. It's, it's um, with work and whatnot. So hopefully by the end of the week, we'll have our first show out. Um, and we're going to attack football, you know, I'm going to get my pals on, I've got Gary Brovatton's coming on, um, and just local lads, you know, who, who know that crack about football, um, but we're also we're aiming to, you know, bring a f- few different people in, so I've got I've got a guy called Dougie Forborn, who's well known in, at grassroots level, he's a he's a scout for Newcastle, and he's, um, he's also, I think he takes under 10s, under 11s, Newcastle United, but he, he runs Stake Four Juniors and he, he, he knows what it's like and how hard it is to get to the top. And we're going to talk about, you know, expectations from parents and clubs and stuff like that. We're going to mix it up, you know. We're going to have a bit of that on every week. I've got uh, Love Island star Brad McClellan lined up. He's coming on. 
Uh, I, mate, you know, I just think we're just going to talk about football in general because a lot of people have a, you know, like like your show shows, mate, a lot of good opinions on football and it's just for some some uh, something for somebody to watch, you know, and I hope people will join in. The show is called, me YouTube channel is called Talking Turf. So uh, that's Talking and then T-U-R-F, Talking Turf. If anybody would like to subscribe, please head over and subscribe. And hopefully the first video will be out this week and you'll get to see the beautiful Sir Alex Ferguson stand every week. <laughs> Classic. Uh, Dave W says, glad me mates are cheering everyone up on social media with his die attempt. Um, Carl Chater posted something uh, this today. That was absolutely brilliant. The guy looks oh, like Freddie this. Mercury. Um, and, and obviously give him some of that trick soap when he was stopping in the hotel. He ended up... Um, you know, when he, he realised and he, he he put it all over his head. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, if you haven't seen it, I've retweeted it. Um, I've, Dave, I've seen it. It's absolutely Dave, fantastic. You had Black Halloween scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Dave W, pass on our uh, congratulations. He's gone viral, and that is absolutely brilliant. I've even Excellent. seen it getting a mention on the news today, so uh, fantastic. Uh, well well done. Uh, and good luck, with the, uh, good luck with the channel. I'll definitely be popping on as a Newcastle correspondent, mate, for you. No problem at all uh, for that. Um, I've got to ask you as well, um, because you're our man on the ground, or in the ground, I should say, at Old Trafford. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the breakfast show last week, we were talking about the, um, the incident which had took place during the women's game. At, at Old Trafford, where a bit of a bit of concrete had fallen from from up above somewhere. I mean, I've got to be honest. The way it was described, when people say concrete, and and you know what the media are like for exaggerating things. I was expe I was expecting it to be like a slab of concrete that had dropped. I mean, when I saw it, it was a it was a sizable chunk that had dropped. I wouldn't have wanted to drop it on my head from a height. Um, but you don't know where it's come from, how high it's come. It's obviously not you know giving anybody any life threatening injuries. But well, that's a bit concerning, isn't it? You've been telling me about leaks in the roof and this, that, and the other. But you know, it clearly, clearly looks as if part of the ground is in disrepair, Melly. What, what's going on? It is, mate. It's mainly the south stand, to be fair. And it's you know, the um, if you were to see a picture from it from the railway line, you'd you'd see why it's falling apart. You know, I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. You'd think it was a ground of um, need disrespect of them, but like non leak. You know, the back end of it, it's 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 terrible. And inside, it's it's bad, you know, like the executive end pisses in with rain, to be fair, like, and it's um, on match days, there's puddles on the steps and stuff, man. It's That's how bad it really is. So it doesn't surprise us that something's come down, you know. It's only a matter of water gets in everywhere, so it's rotten everything away, and it's just, it was only a matter of time before it happened. Did it hit her on the head? Nobody knows, you know, like it's speculation, but if something dropped in front of you, you would say that, wouldn't you? Because... And it's gonna do. It's gonna do a good, really, because you know the more complaints I've gone in, the better for us, because they just don't seem to be doing anything about it. It's I, I, I kind of see it costing a lot of money to fix, not compared to uh, some of the bills. Um, and just get it done, you know, and then that shuts that that side of it up. I said to you uh, last week that I, I secretly think that the Qataris are still in there. Yeah, and I. I, I this this week I'm I'm even more positive that I think that they are something's happening you know like something something else is happening so hopefully mate come the end of December we'll have we'll have some kind of um, word from the from the Glazers of of what's going on you know because at the minute we're all like what it's a guessing game for um, and hope and that's what we've got but 
no, nothing seems to be happening. There's no there's no correspondence with them in the MUSC. So it's we're just getting used to it now. And but I just kind of I, I, I personally think that they wouldn't have um they wouldn't have hired the Rain Group if they didn't have any intention to sell. They could have just said that their intention was to sell through social media or wherever, and it would have leaked, and that would have done the job if they weren't going to sell. Um, but to get the Rain Group in, it tells me that they are going to sell. It's just mm -hmm. who are they selling the stake or are they going to sell the whole lot? But either way, it needs sorting so bits of concrete can stop falling on top of people. You know, you don't even have, you don't even have a stadium. If it has landed on top of it, you know, it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, you know, from a high height, it might be a little bit, but it would have hurt, you know. So, oh, of course, it would have. You don't, you don't want any, any bits and bobs falling on your napper from any stand, to be nah. honest. Like, so, uh, they need to get that sorted out. Uh, last, last thing on Manchester United, but we'll, we'll look ahead to the game a little bit later on. But yeah, the, the Ratcliffe story was interesting as well, from, from my perspective, that you know, especially with the Premier League vote, and again, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. The Premier League vote. Um, last week, which everyone was making a big song and dance about, saying it was all to do with Newcastle. Well, you know, there are other, there's, there's plenty of other clubs in the Premier League who, who you know, would stand, you know, to be punished from that rule change if it had come in. So, of course, it didn't by the smallest of minorities. But, of course, Ratcliffe comes in. If he if he takes 25%, then, you know, he does have a, a vested interest in Nice. So, there was talk about Manchester United or Nice not being allowed to play in the Champions League next year. So, I guess the Premier League vote last week probably suited you as well, Millie. Uh, it, it did, but I'm sure I read somewhere that if, if he was to buy, because he's not the full owner, that mm. it, it doesn't include him because he's only a 25% stakeholder. So unless unless it happened and then we've got concrete evidence, then I suppose we'll never know, mate. But I, I mean, if it was to happen, then... Obviously, it would be nice that wouldn't be playing on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. I, I mean, that Premier League vote it was it was basically placed at Newcastle United's door, but there was plenty of teams who could have been affected by that had it gone through. What did you make of it? That was the right call, isn't it? That's what I said last week. I said it was the right call. You know, like players should be free to come and go to wherever they want to. Politics gets involved and money gets involved and they stop people playing. At the end of the day, like if you. They should be playing anywhere, and it doesn't matter. It, it, like I said to you, Steve, you, you're not going to the La Liga and pension players. It's the Saudi league. Do you know what I mean? Of, of any league, well, for you it is, it's the Saudi league. And the Saudi league, although you've got the likes of Mane and Mares, etc., who you would take, there and Neves, there isn't many that you would probably take from over there, mate, because they're all on stupid money. Um, and they're probably gone there. They, you know, see that career out and get the last payday. Do you want them at St. James's Park? Probably not. No. Manny and Neves is probably the only ones I would take, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I would agree. I just think it was all a red heron as, as far as Newcastle was concerned. Certainly Newcastle didn't give any indication that they were going to chase Neves. It's simply the fact that Tenali got banned uh, till mm. August next year. Newcastle are looking for, a, you know, you would imagine Newcastle are looking for a creative midfielder or a midfielder of some sort on loan. Um you know, I, I just think it was a a bit of media reaction, and that's why it was put at Newcastle's door. I tell you what, like I watched your game though. Um, who was it with Chelsea? Is it Miley Lewis Miley? Yeah, mate, he is he is top draw him like he is. And then yeah. when I seen him on Twitter afterwards, he looks about twelve. He does. I I couldn't believe it. His he's brother's, he's he's brother's got to be a very good player. Him like his brother's better, the better one of the two, and he's younger. Really. Yeah, there's two. Is he at Newcastle as well? Both both at Newcastle. Where does he play? The younger brother? Midfield again, I think. 
Does another, he? another midfielder, yeah. Like so, long stuff's all over again. It's a it's a strange situation having having two brothers coming through again at Newcastle United because you know ultimately, as you say, the long staffs came through together. Uh, we had the Appleby brothers years ago, uh, but there has been you know some famous brothers who've do, gone on to do well. Um, the Robledo brothers, of course, you know George Robledo coming to uh, coming to Newcastle played alongside his brother Ted. So you know we've we've had our fair share, but the Miley brothers look look very very capable from Stanley, of course. Um, mm -hmm. So from the northeast as well, um, Lewis Miley's representing England at under seventeen level and under nineteen level. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, tonight he will no doubt start the game. Um, he played in the Champions League match uh, against Dortmund as a substitute, but this time he'd probably start, get his first start, and 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 he looks, he just looks like he looks like he's been there, for, you know, a hell of a long time. He looks accomplished, as does Tino Livramento, by the way, who oh, class. Amazing. And and, and he's playing at left back, which you would imagine is his weaker role. Do you know, it, it, people think, you know, these 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 positions didn't really make a team until you're missing somebody. And it, it's a fine, like, you can you can say it with Manchester United, mate. We were missing Luke Shaw. He came back into the fold on Sunday and he made all the difference. You know, like, I mean, him and me, and the, but Luke Shaw was just absolutely outstanding. And it's the same with that Livramento, mate. He brings so much to your team. Like he can play left back, right back, but but it it it's it, it just he wants to go, you know. Like and, and he'll defend, he'll you know like and he can, and he can defend, and that 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 just gives you so much confidence across your back four and your midfield. Your midfielders all of a sudden aren't so bothered about losing it because now they've got him there who will get a tackle in and and it makes so much difference. Like it really does. I, I'm very impressed with that Livramento and uh, getting back to Miley. He's a, he's a future star, him mate. Uh, in fact, I was talking to my mate earlier on and um, we were saying, like, um, England, potentially, in the next five years, and now we've had some good teams over the years, but we could have something really special. You know, like, Manu's for Man United, he looked like, he looked like he'd been playing in the Premier League for 20 years. He was absolutely outstanding. Um, and then you, you, you've obviously got Miley. Miley um, and Bellingham and... And the rest of the youngins that are there already, mates, Eng England's looking good. England's depends, who manage depends who's managing them, I guess. I said, that's the exact words I said to the kid at the end of the call after we started to stop speaking. I says, but that all depends on who's managing them. We need somebody who will just let them play, you know, like instead of getting so far in a competition and then like dropping your, dropping your um, guts and holding back on a 1-0 win. It doesn't suit England's style of play. And these players are—they're very the, the flares there. They can play, you know. Just let them go. Just unleash them. Just go. Yeah. And there's not many teams will be able to stand up again. There's not many teams now can. If if England gone at it, mate, there's not many teams can stop them. They'll win three or four nil most games. It's when they start like hard it's and back. the big teams. It's playing the big uh, teams. That's where the, yeah. that's where the struggle. The, the key games. The the the. The choke, it's a sports psychology thing, the choke on the big event. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the problem. They need to get over that. How old's uh, Lewis's brother? Oh, he's I think he's only what 16, 15, 16. He's coming, he's coming towards the first team. He played in the summer. He played mm -hmm. in the summer in the friendly. So the the blooding them the blood blooding them young Dan Ashworth's following the same kind of remit that he did at, at Brighton. Eddie Howe as well has got these youngsters playing to the mm -hmm. same standard. And the key, the key against Chelsea at the weekend was they all came on the pitch 
and they knew exactly what they were doing. And and let's face it, they didn't, you know, they, they you know they, they didn't have a great deal of time on the pitch, the youngsters. Um, but when they came on, and you know, you, you're talking about players here uh, such as Indoweni. Um, I think he was released uh, as a youngster by um, was it Spurs or West Ham. Uh, you know, the smile on his face was as wide as the time when he came on for Anthony Gordon. Uh, we had Diallo coming on for, for Lewis Miley. And then we had the young left-back, um, Alex Murphy, coming on for, for Almiron. We had, you know, three three youngsters coming on. We had three goalkeepers on the bench. That's how bad our injury crisis in is. And and yet, you know, we're still managing to, to, to perform to the best of our ability. We thumped Chelsea 4-1. And, and and it was and it was deserved. The first half we played okay. Second half we were we were outstanding. But it's you know it's it's a credit to, to Eddie Howe and and the coaching staff and to and you know and and you know to everybody involved because they're getting the best out of out of out of the team. And and you've just got to hope that it continues. We've got to hope that we can we can keep it going. Um, we're gonna have games though, Melly, like we did against Bournemouth, where where we're tired. You know, you're you're playing huge blocks of games. And where now, like we talked about at the start of the season, you said we would be tested this year by being in the Champions League. And, and you were right. And, and we all knew we would be. But this period in, in, in the end of November, start into December, 10 games in 32 days with a threadbare squad, this is going to be a big test. Massive. Where we See how we come out of this. By, the, by New Year's Day, Newcastle will have a good idea of where they're going to be by the end of the season, I think. And if they're still... In and around that top four, top five, top six, still in the Carabao Cup, and still, by the grace of God, still in the Champions League, or still in Europe, if they do drop into the Europa, then Newcastle are still fighting on all four fronts. And that that's remarkable. That will be remarkable when you think about the injuries you've had. And in January, by the time we get to the end of January, most of our players could or should be back. So, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. And with a January transfer window there as well and potential of signing players, who knows? But like like Eddie Howe does, you take it game by game. We'll wait and see. And, and, and tonight's, tonight's a big one for Newcastle. PSG uh, in the Champions League. Beat them 4-1, um, you know, at, at the start of our Champions League journey, more or less. Um, they're going to be a different proposition tonight, though, I would imagine. Although they have got injuries themselves, Melly. They have, but they're they're a force to be reckoned with. Over there, aren't they? They're, um, I, I I don't know. I, I would like to see is get a draw. That's all you need, really, is a draw. You know. So I I've, I've got a feeling that well, I've got a feeling now that uh, Eddie will he'll be changing his tactics tonight, and I think it'll probably be ten men behind the ball and counter attacking. You know, that's that's the only thing you can do when you've because Mbappe is playing, isn't he? He he's he's on, so. You know, it's a massive test tonight for you. Um, like I say, I hope you get the draw. I just, I can't see it happening. You know, I thought, I thought Chelsea would have beat you. Like I said, I thought Chelsea would have had too much for you at the weekend. And it wants each, whoever got the third goal, mate, I thought it was really decisive and approved that. Uh, you got the second goal. And then um, I think um, oh, Reese, Reese James got sent off. Third, quick third goal. Reese James gets sent off. The game's yours, you know. So they're the games that you need to win at home. You've won them with a depleted squad. It's just a pity that we're not a month forward in the January when there's only 10, 12 days away, maybe. Because I think he's needed more now than he's ever have. 
Um, but like you say, it's a learning curve, mate. It's a learning curve for the owners. It's a learning curve for the manager, for the players, and for the fans. And, you know, he's again invaluable experience here um, in the Premier League and in the Champions League. And Eddie's doing what Alex Ferguson used to do, you know, like you, yeah. you bring youngins on for five or ten minutes here or there in games that will win. And what that what that must do for their confidence is an A1's business. Like it because like you say, he, he had he had a massive smile on his face. And the next time he comes out, he'll be buzzing. So he's doing it the right way, you know. And I just think that's that's Eddie all over. So when the January transfer window comes, he's not gonna go all out and just buy any Tom Dick or Harry. He he wants people to buy into his project. Um and Dan Ashworth's like because that's that's how they've got it. They've got it. So the connection between the fan and the players and the and the uh, owners is all there. Everybody feels like they're, they're their best friends. You know, like you see it. Medrad puts a post on Twitter, and you know, like the the replies that come in, people are people feel like they're their friends, and that's how it should be. You know, so ah, it's it'll be interesting to see how he's doing in December. Hopefully, you get off to a bad start. <laughs> um. <laughs> we'll see. You've, you've talked about me dad um we've we've covered it on the show uh, and we covered his tweet the other day and we spoke about it quite a bit um we will put his um you know we'll, we'll put his tweet out that he said tonight now and and basically he's come out and in response to the the criticism level adam for what he said about the atmosphere at St james's park the other day and he said tonight two hours ago after our after, uh, often our intentions and words don't align perfectly, I believe most of you know how deeply I'm committed to this club. My heart beats in black and white, and my love for the club and all of you is unwavering. Let's keep our fingers crossed for tonight. We stand united. Uh, here's here's to us and our journey together. How we are the lads? Hashtag NUFC. Okay, so listen. Uh, that's it for me. He's, he's put it to bed. Um, I just thought it was ill-timed. I don't think what he was saying was 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 misreading the room. He, he obviously spoke, you know, with you know with his own opinion of what the what the atmosphere was like at the match. I've been to worse. I've been to better. Um, I think we hit a benchmark, uh, and a lot of people suggested this in the chat. I think we hit a a high for this season, a high hiatus with the PSG atmosphere, and I think anything after PSG looks substandard um and i also think there's lots of things to be taken into contention i think newcastle scored two quick goals uh the euphoria the euphoria died down and i think you know it was cold I, and, and you know I'm, I'm this isn't making excuses but people tend to people tend to sit on their hands you know what i mean at home games um and try and keep warm and you know i, I just think there's a few reasons why it wasn't great I, i've seen people pointing to the fact that the 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 standing um you know the standing areas have a part to play um you know that the you know people go and stand there but it doesn't mean they're going to go and sing um and there's so many different reasons but I, I've got to be honest I don't think Newcastle's atmosphere has been good for years I don't think the atmosphere has been good because of all Cedar Stadia and I can say that about every single ground I've visited um including Old Trafford over over the years where you know, the away fans are the ones who do the singing. The home fans respond when, you know, when they can be bothered or, you know, at the start of the game. It, it's it's par for the course when you go to a game now. You, you know, you, the teams come out, you cheer, 
You have your various songs, all the music's on. You have the stadium announcer building it up. Everyone gets into it. And then you sit down and you watch the game. What gets new, What gets the best out of Newcastle fans is a contentious issue, something going against you, a foul which should have been a foul. It's not given. And, and people people go mad. And that's when that's when people get railed up. It's what happens on the pitch dictates what happens in the stadium and what happens with the fans. Um, but I, I don't think we've had a great atmosphere for years. And I, and, and I put it down, simply put it down really to, to all-seater stadiums because in those days we could all go and stand where we wanted, whichever area we went to, you knew where, where the singing areas were. You went in, you went and stood there and you'd sing your hearts out for the lads and, and the rest of the ground would feed off that. I just don't think you've got that now. What, what's, what's your thoughts, Melly, from, from your perspective? It is. It's the same at every ground, mate. You've you've probably been at most of the ways like I have, and yeah, um, it's always the away crowd who are singing, and most of the home end are the same as Newcastle. You know, like a dodgy decision or a, um, a bad tackle, something like that. You know, it's 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 always the same. But you know, for him to come out and say it, he's very clever as well. You know, because he knows that the next home games against Manchester United, where the crowd's going to be needed, um, it's a big game for you. So that could be that could be a little bit of it, you know. He could be playing a little bit of um, reverse psychology ways, but for the owner to come out and say what he has the night, he hasn't got to do that. You know what I mean? He do, he doesn't have to do that, and he has, and so that shows you how much he cares. And you know, he's so he's came out and said it, and then a few days later, he's come out and not retracted his statement, but like defended what he said, kinda. Knowing fine well that these are all going to get behind him, and then you'll see a totally different atmosphere at St James's Park this weekend. And then his his plan worked. Do you know what I mean? He's he's that's what I think personally. That's what I think. I think he's um, but it's hard. It's hard to get the home fans riled up because the fans that can't have away games like it's different for every club, but for us, it's it, it's a mixture. But I would say seventy percent. Of the same people are at the away games. It's it's changing now because it's getting harder and harder to, to to get tickets, and it's the same we use a lot. Um, but when they're back at Old Trafford, that's seventy percent that's scattered around the ground. Yeah. And if you're trying to like rile an audience up, you've 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 got you, you have you've got day trippers, you've got, and that's what's happening at Newcastle. You know, like if you rewind the clock ten years ago, even ten years ago, um. You had a totally different fan base to what you've got today. You say day trippers, and I, I mean, Danang says, yeah, some people blame tourists for the quiet atmosphere. I mean, and I saw people putting stuff up saying, I bumped into 15 people, five of them were from Scotland, uh, two of them, uh, I bumped into another two who were Spurs fans, I bumped into four people who won a raffle. It was like, you know, like I'm thinking, that it's not, it, it isn't any different at the moment. We haven't created an extra 10,000 seats suddenly um, yeah. to, to, to incorporate you know, these people, uh, predominantly our ground is still full of the same season ticket holders. If not, you know, if not, but you've got to remember 10,000 left before the, before the takeover took place. So let's, let's for instance, say that there's, I don't know, 25, 30,000 of those people are still the same ones who stuck through the, the Ashley Times, me included. And then you've got 10,000 new supporters. That's a big chunk, I guess. Um, we've also got areas being changed into corporate areas. So that brings a new kind of fan, but I don't think we I don't think we're suffering from the day tripping syndrome yet. 
Um, maybe in certain parts of the ground where tickets are available, but there's not massive amounts of tickets available match per match. Um, and, and then people could say, well, it's the touts. The touts are selling it the, to the day trip as well. The touts have changed because, because now it's digital ticketing. We don't have touts standing outside the ground anymore. What we've got is now people who are very good with algorithms nipping in and taking the tickets and sticking them on a, on a, on a website. So I, I don't know exactly what well, caused, what's caused it. Well, your, your day trip as at the minute are different. Uh, Manchester United's day trip as Manchester United's day trip as are literally they're flying in from everywhere, you know, like yeah. for every game. Your day trip as are like a lass and I'll and, and the lad and the last would have never went years ago, but now they're, they're genuinely want you know, they're interested in the one again, they'll take the Ben, you know, like instead of it just being the lad that guns or. The last that guns were my mates, and you know they're all screaming on. They're not the guns like family now, but that's what they want. That's what the big clubs want. They want families to be attending, and they want yeah. you to be spending money in the mega stores. And that's the way it's gone, Stephen. It's it's that's just the way it is, mate. At the end of the day, like just go on and support your team. You know, like I still shout on, even though anybody else does in my stand. I still shout on. You get looks. I had to, I had to actually tap the guy on the shoulder in front of us the other week. Season ticket holder as well, by the way. But I I took little Melvin and um he's screaming on, you know. He's like um he's like Peter Drury. He's like <laughs> Luke Shaw, Shaw passes into Casemiro. Casemiro, give it, give it to Anthony. You know, like he's he's talking you yeah, through yeah. the game and Comment, the guy comes looking and I, you know, I let him go for the first half, but then he kept in in the second half. And I, so I tapped on his shoulder and I goes, mate, you know, you didn't realize he's only six year old, and you know, like he loves football, you know, like, so let him scream on. You should be joining him, not, like, not frowning at him. You know what I mean? It's so it ha it's happening everywhere, mm -hmm. mate. It's just, I think we're just going to happen. I mean, lots of, lots of people, Ian Brownlee uh, made this point last night as well, and it's valid because we aren't from the town. It uh, doesn't mean we don't love the club any less. 100%, Ian, I'm completely with you. Mark Bayer says, as well as all-seated stadia, the sanitisation of footballs contributed to poorer atmospheres. The working class support isn't as heavy as it used to be. Game attendant demographic is different now. 100%, Mark. You're, you're right. I fear for I fear for how the, the club attracts new supporters in the short term as well because, you know, you can't just take your kid anymore. Um, it, unless you're lucky to get a ticket in a, in a ballot and you and your kid are a member. You know, mm. you, very difficult to go and introduce a, a child to go and watch Newcastle play at this moment in time. A new stadium will change it, of course. There'll, there'll have to be tickets available on a match-to-match -match basis at, at, at different prices, I imagine. But, but yeah, it's um, that's the reason that the atmosphere isn't isn't as good for me. And I like all what the what the guy said there, but you don't have to be from this. I'm not, you know, I'm from, I'm from Northumberland, yeah. me, and yeah. I support Manchester United, and I love the club, and I'm probably classed as a day tripper, but like. The, the trouble you get is, you know, like for me personally, you know, mm -hmm. I love Manchester United. So I've yeah. gone there and I show that. But majority of people just want to say that they've been to Manchester United. So they'll go on and they'll have their phones out. And, you know, they're not all the same. They haven't got us wrong, mate. They're not all the same. But when you get lots and lots doing the same thing, it doesn't take long for it to, um, for it to you know, tone down a bit inside the stadium. And, but mm -hmm. when we're like you, you know, like when it's rocking, Old Trafford, it's rocking. And I mean, yeah. it's rocking. And St. James's Park is the same, you know, like when it's rocking, it's rocking. Against yeah. Chelsea, mate, you know, like maybe it's the second goal, yeah. But the third and the fourth, you just knew it was in the bag. It's freezing cold, like you say. I went Killed away to go to Gone away at the weekend because I said to uh, Gary, I says, 
it spoiled me last the way of being cold because mm -hmm. I was thinking too much of being about being cold rather than yeah. enjoying the game, you know. And it happens, we're human, mate. So just you know, it is what it is. Just go and support your team. And yeah, if you're gonna cheer, cheer. If you're not, then you're not, you know. It's but you feel do what you want, you cheer. <laughs> pay your money, do what you want. Okay, all halfway right. through the short time for the ads. Go on. A big thanks to all our sponsors. Skips and bins, telephone 0800 2545 Email inquiries at skipsandbins.com. Website, skipsandbins.com. Easy contract free and pay-as-you-go waste collection. A big thanks to Mr. Vicky Sauces. They are handmade in Cumbria. If you want to order some of these sauces, call 01768 210102 or go to the website, mrvickys.co.uk. Thanks again to United Group Travel. They are a UK coach holiday firm and they are based in Morpeth with pickups throughout the Northeast. No strangers on our tours, just people you haven't met yet. They're on Facebook. They've also got a website, unitedgrouptravel.com or give them a call 01670 632 460 or 0791 666 4174 or 07957 141654. Big thanks to Darren Baldwin Funerals. They're an independent funeral director based in Gateshead. You can find them at their website, darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk or give them a call 0191 478 2730 or email darren at darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk. Big thanks to Neil and the lads at Media Arts for all the help with the video side of things. And a big thank you to New Workwear. You can find them at newworkwear.com. If you want to help the channel, then please subscribe. Hit the subscribe button underneath today's video. Hit the thumb up, which helps you like the video. And please click share and share it to your other social media. We're also available as a podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast providers. If you want to help the channel, you could take out a one-off membership. You get a cup, a pen, a membership card, and a scarf. It's a £25 one-off fee, and you can go to nufcmatters.com and click membership, or put your smartphone over this QR code, and it will take you straight there. We also help the food bank on this channel. If you want to help the food bank virtually from wherever you are in the world, click on nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk, and it takes you to the match day bucket, and you can make a donation no matter how big or small. I'm also involved in the Northeast Footy Breakfast Show. You can find us on thetooneuk.com. I do Monday to Friday with Ted, the Sunderland fan, and Rye, the Borough fan, and Radio Dad Dave. Uh, lots of fun, 7 till 9, every morning. Give us a listen, you'll not regret it. We also help support people in the area who are putting events on. An evening with Nobby Solano takes place on the 19th of January at the Tyneside Irish Club. And an evening with Peter Beardsley takes place at the Tyneside Irish Centre the week before on January the 12th. Tickets for both events are available on Woucher and would make fantastic Christmas presents for anyone of a black and white persuasion. Uh, yep. Tom Dixon, you're right. Just heard of Bruno get set. Oh, look at that chair. Yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> Just heard of Bruno gets booked tonight. He misses the AC Milan game. Yes, you are right, Tom. Uh, question for Melly. 
what does Anthony Gordon got to do to get into the England squad? Do you think? Uh, honestly, I can't. I can't answer that. Me, I really don't know. I think there needs to be a change of manager because, you know, like he, the under twenty one tournament um, proved that he's, let alone his Newcastle performances, proved that he's worthy of a of a start. You know, so I, I really I can't answer that, mate. You know, like it's he needs to get in there. He, he's an option. He's a, he's like a young Sterling at the minute, isn't he? You know, he's. Um, He's creating chances on nearly every attack, so that's exactly what's needed. And I think playing alongside the likes of Bellingham and stuff, and Harry Kane will get a lot of chances for him. So he he needs to be given a chance, like in my opinion. Yeah, I, I just think that uh, Gareth Southgate, you know, is is coming towards the end of his uh, the end of his tenure, and I think he's he's happy with what he's got and happy with what he's seen. There might be there might be a you know a wild card. Um, you know, in in this England team, but I think I think there'll be a new manager in place uh, when it comes to the next World Cup. I, I really do. Well, I think it should be now, but he's a yes man, isn't he, mate? So yeah, of course he is. Um, I mean, he's 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 the best. His CV is Middlesbrough. Do you know what I mean? It's tells yeah. you everything. But he is. He's a yes man. He says the right things in front of camera, and the FA absolutely love him and everything he stands for. So that's why he's still in the job. It's certainly not. We would be World Cup champions and European champions if uh, if we had any any other kind of attacking manager. Yeah. Okay, Alan. Uh, getting back to the fans says me personally, I don't blame the people that come from around the country. I think it's great. I have to disagree with you, Steve. Have you been in level seven? It's full of young kids. Well, I haven't been in level seven, um, but I, there are. I mean, yeah. level seven depends which level you mean, Alan. If if it's the level where there's loads of kids singing, I mean that in, under That's... Ashley was designated as a singing area. Um, that, that part of level seven in the corner. And then obviously you've got the strawberry corner. Those two, those two sections really are, are where the, the, the majority of the songs come from. But um not sure which bit you mean, Alan, uh, to that, be honest. That's because the Wave fans are up there as well, aren't they? So it's the yeah, bit of banter. Bit of banter. Sam, good evening. He says familiarity is lost when there's no choice of seats. You're more likely to interact with people that you're familiar with. Another good point. Uh, with regards to that, uh, Jordy Tumbalife, good evening. Says Manchester United are the last team to beat PSG in the group stages. That's just for you, Melly. United, United, United. <laughs> uh, Councillor Spenny, good evening. He says, Who's getting further, Melly? The Toon or Stratford United in the Champions League? <laughs> you think the Manchester toon? United, Manchester United are going to get gone through, mate? I think the Toon right. gone through. Yep. Okay, David, good evening. Says it's nice. Um, if Nice finish higher than Manchester United in respective leads, Manchester United only get the Euro Conference League. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of permutations, nah. but there's still, still a long way to go, I think, uh, as, as regards that. That's if, if the takeover goes through, I guess. Um, there'll be loads, man. You, you kind of gone off that. It's it's um, the Farmers League, you know what I mean? It's like the Scottish League, isn't it? It's there's two yeah. teams in that Scottish League, there's only one in the um. In the French league, we're getting really? back to getting back to tonight's game on Newcastle. Uh, you know, it, it's the same. Okay. The, the diff- Mbappe, Mbappe is like, uh, you know, he, he's the difference. If Mbappe turns up and he's feeling it tonight, then you know Newcastle's got problems. If Mbappe, yeah. if Mbappe is not feeling it tonight and doesn't turn up, then Newcastle's got a chance of getting something. So you know, that's that's you know, it's as simple as that. Um, a new subscriber for you, Melly. Yeah, I've just said thanks there. Uh, thanks very much, mate. I hope you enjoy it. You let the bear will like what I don't think will be as good as Steve's. That uh, you'll get there. 
You'll get there. I'll give you a bit of help. Uh, I'm in level seven for the Milan game with John. I'll report back, Steve. Thanks, Benny. Uh, there's only one United, and that's Newcastle. Says yeah, Jackie. <laughs> Definitely on this channel. Definitely on this channel, Jackie. You are right, 100%. Uh, Evening, gents. Says John, I've said two to all week about tonight's game, but thinking again, imagine smashing them. Yeah, I mean... Well, they'll fear you, mate. There's no doubt about it. You beat them 4-1. So, you know, yeah. there will be that little fear factor there, but they'll also, you know, they're at home, so... But hey, anything's possible in football, and that's why we we'll love it. Can you remember an injury crisis at Manchester United, like the one that Newcastle's had? This is this I'm is joking, Steve. This is this is crazy. Our, no, but our we've got our a bigger injury, injury crisis than you, man. You haven't got three goalkeepers on the bench. You haven't got three kids. We have under most seven, games. Go you, haven't got, the stats. you haven't got three kids under seventeen making the debut in a game against Chelsea. Steve, you were winning four-one. You could have brought your granny on. Well, I mean, that's not the point. You, you, your, your team at the weekend, your squad at the weekend, didn't have the same amount of injury issues that we had. No, because we had Luke Shaw back and Minu come back in, but you know we've still got a massive injury list. We've got some of our biggest players out: Casemiro, Anthony, Hoyland, uh, Martinez, just to, to name a few, mate. You know, it's. Well, I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you haven't got. I'm not, season, I'm not actually. saying I'm not saying you haven't got injuries, but you certainly it's you're not down to the very bare bones. The difference being made is that we've got quite a good depth. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, so that's you know that's something that you need to work on and and you know like keep them all happy as well. You know it's, it's tough, but I think you're doing the and I think you're doing it the right way. You know because ultimately you could have just you could have went out and bought the best eleven players on the planet and um, dealt with PIF where multi-trillion dollar um barrister solicitors you know you could have done that like you City i mean your bench it. i've just just got your bench up here you had you had on the bench by in donacho no donacho started man oh yeah they started yeah we'll get you, we'll get you. oh yeah by yeah regulion Wan basaka varan medjbury donny van der beek Aram Rabat. So, I mean, you, you know, you, you've got experience on the bench. You yes. have got ex compared yes, to what right. we have. That's, 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 um, sorry. Let's just have a look here. Right. So, you've, you've pulled up the last game where there's just, there's just yeah, been Everton. a two-week international break. Right. So, if we're going to just say Luton um, on the bench... We're quite a good bench. Hold on a minute. Let's go to the one before that. Oh, how far you go back? Nineteen ninety-five or something. You get me point. You get me point. I get your point, mate. I get your point. It, it is, but I mean, and, and listening to people in the chat. Look Man United when Newcastle got that fluke win. Hold there's on. people in. There's people in the. There's people there. Yeah, that was it. That's the Carabao Cup. We both played weekend sides. Look at our side that night. We're talking yeah. here about potentially playing Alex Murphy in midfield. Joe Linton potentially not playing tonight. Uh, Newcastle resting, you know, resting him. Murphy could be playing midfield. Julian and rested. Um, we might play three goalies up front, says Mosser. You never know. Um, but yeah, look, ultimately, ultimately, it's 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 unknown for me. It really, it really, really is. If this is the team, um, this is what uh, is this the team that Tom's putting out, or is this a team that's being announced? I'm not sure. Pope, Trippier, Same themselves. Shaw, Livermore, Liber could be the team, I. Eh? Uh, Bruno, Miley, Julian, and Almiron, Gordon, and Isaac. Good enough to win that. Pope, Trippi, LSL, Shaw, Libramento, Bruno, Miley, Gillenton, 
Twitter. That's fantastic, by the way. And there's his subs. Dubravka, Karius, Dumas, Hall, Huntley, Indoweni, and Parkinson. Three goalies, two pensioners. Yeah, that's a starting lineup. Three goalies, three goalies, two pensioners, and four schoolboys, says Sam. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that's not bad. Then, so what do you make you make of that lineup? Your first reaction was that's good enough to win it, Melly. I think it is as well, to be fair. Absolutely, mate. It's um, aye, it's a very strong lineup, but again, you know, like, like you say, your benches, I haven't heard of three of them. Well, those three I have, are young. I have now after the weekend, but I hadn't. Huntley um, and Duane and Parkinson are all all juniors. Dummett, of course, senior pro, and um, you know Debravka and Carius, of course, both goalkeepers. Uh, Lewis Hall, uh, you know, did well against Manchester United and Old Trafford. Struggled to find form in other games, but um, yeah, again, somebody he's a good who player. he's good up and coming, isn't he? I would I would buy him, like yeah, if he uh, can. Yeah. yeah, I mean Newcastle, Newcastle will buy him. I think in the, in you know in the summer, he's, he's just I think compared to Livermento, he's struggling, he's struggling to find his feet compared mm-hmm. to Liveramento. And, you know, I think, unfortunately, in, in one game he was booked and that, that didn't help him. You know, it, you know, it, you know, he, he ended up, you know, struggling a little bit through that. Um, but, you know, look, he's a good player. There's, there's no doubt about it. So how do you see this game going tonight in Mali? Newcastle against PSG. Are you, are you confident? you think Newcastle could win this? I think they can nick it like, mate. And in, in an ideal scenario for me, um, maybe, it's, you know, like if Newcastle gone two up and then, Lose two or three players to injury. <laughs> but you think Newcastle will win tonight? Prediction That's for us? I, 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 I don't know. I, you know, like, I think it's going to be an intense game, but if he can hold them off, do what you did in Milan, really. The only the only thing you did wrong for me in Milan was you didn't go for the jugular after 75 minutes when they were knackered. You know, you soaked all the pressure up. You, had, you took everything that they had, and then you could have went for the kill. And... um come away with the three points. But, you know, ultimately, a point's probably realistic. The best you could you could hope for tonight. But that being said, if you can do what you did in Milan and then break away in the 75, 80 minute, nick a goal, sit on it, and come away with a 1-0 win, it'll be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to go to uh, a 2-2 draw tonight, which I think it'll take 2-2. it to the last... I think it'll take the last game. I think Newcastle will beat Milan at home and I think Newcastle will go through that way. But um, 2-2 I'm going for. Uh, yeah, Melly, man, you were interested in Timo Werner. Personally, I think he's a great option for us. Never mind you. No, I, you know, that's where the net is and that's what you need, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying definitely. to get the Champions League group up here. Um, well done to the uh, under-19s, by the way. Uh, Newcastle United under-19s. Yeah, played PSG under-19s today in game five. The one two one, and Newcastle took the lead through Scott Bailey. And uh, although PSG managed to get an equaliser, Johnny Emerson uh, got the winning goal. But uh, yeah, well done to uh, well done to Newcastle United under. So if you get if you get a point tonight, right? It yep. depends, obviously, what happens with Dortmund and Milan. Um. You get a point tonight, and then the last game's against Milan and St James. Is that right? We could do. It depends what their result is tonight. It's all the group of death is is in full effect at the moment, like one hundred percent. We could get a those two games draw tonight. Newcastle beat Milan at home, and and we're through. But it's so tight. It is so tight. We've got to get something tonight. If we lose mm-hmm. tonight, um, you know, it could all be over. But. Um, we will wait and see. Life it's, been goes. Group, it's been a good oh, group. It has. It has. It's been Four, a good five, one. Five, six, seven. You know, that's the points. 
Um, I think Dortmund are doing well to be sitting on the top, but you know, they're a football team. I yeah. think everybody expected PSG to be there. And Newcastle after the first game, you know, like everybody thought that they were going to work the group after the PSG game. Sorry. So I, it's been a good group, mate. And I, I bet you're pleased that you've been a part of it, to be honest. Yeah, that's a good, good one. one. Good one to start with. There's no doubt right. about it. Uh, Life Goal says, would you not consider uh, would you not consider supporting Newcastle now the team is doing well? <laughs> <laughs> Bill says you don't choose the club you support, the club chooses you. Exactly. Uh, where you where you where you were born and live, no other way for me, which is uh, which is down to his personal opinion. And uh, Newcastle getting smashed tonight, four one, and Bappy hat trick, says Lee Andrew Lee. Um we'll, we'll wait and see, mate. Who? We'll Lee Andrew Lee. Aye. Ah, he's brave. <laughs> we'll, wait, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. You don't choose the club you support. You're right, though, Bill. It's it's good. Ah, yeah, he is right. The club chooses you, and uh, Manchester United chose me. Like, yeah, never been the same crowd since they took away the old leases, says Porsche Street Henderson. Win, lose, or draw, we'll support them ever more. But let's have a win, please, says um, Moza. Um, yeah, Newcastle United then uh, this weekend, uh, and we're going to get you back on next Monday um, as an yeah. aftermath to the game. Uh, take on Manchester United at St James's Park. Uh, it is live on TNT Sports uh, on Saturday, and it's an eight o'clock kickoff. Uh, team news for Newcastle: Well, we already know that Elliot Anderson, Harvey Barnes, Sven Botman, Dan Byrne, Sean Longstaff, Jacob Murphy, Matt Target, Joe Willock, Callum Wilson, and Sandro Tonali, who suspended, will not be available this weekend. Uh, Emil Kraft and Matt Ritchie will be available because uh, they're ineligible to play in the Champions League tonight. And uh, Kieran Trippier and Jamal Lascelles are both one book and away from an automatic ban going into that game. Hopefully, both of them come through tonight's game, of course. But does, un- does that stand like? Unscathed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously... Stand, they get a book in the night. Does it stand in the Premier League? No, no. I, I'm. This is this is the game for the Premier League at the weekend. This is, I'm just saying that one Premier League book and away from getting an automatic ban. So, oh, Manchester, right. Manchester United, of course, playing the Champions League um, tomorrow. Wednesday night, Galatasaray yeah. in Turkey. Uh, the referee has been announced for the weekend, though, Robert Jones. This is his third appointment of the season involving us. And uh, the first game was the 1-0 defeat against Manchester City. The 3-0 success uh, in the Carabao Cup at Old Trafford. So uh, he's already seen Newcastle and Manchester United play each other this season. And v- VAR is Michael Salisbury. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> Timbin's coming in, but I wouldn't, I doubt they'll be in for this weekend. But uh, be interesting to see um, how that changes things over the course of the next uh, couple of months. Uh, certainly, big decisions being made because VAR is causing issues left, right, and centre. Uh, huge game this though uh, at the weekend. It's always one which gets the uh, the pulse going. And from from our perspective, um, you know we've got a, a fairly decent record against Manchester United. Um, in the last couple of seasons, there's no doubt about it. This game at St James's Park, and uh, Newcastle winning two 0 with Willock and Wilson last season. The season before that was a one-one draw. So the last couple of years done okay. Manchester United do have done, uh, you know, done a number on us on a couple of occasions in recent years. Uh, there was a four-one win in 2020-21, uh, but year before that, Matty Longstaff's goal was the difference in a one-nil win. Year before that was a 2 0 win to Manchester United, and the year before that, Matt Ritchie's winner 1 0. So, um, yeah, look, it's it's been a, a topsy turvy time, um, at times, but there's been some great games. It's always producing goals. Um, you know, you, you've got to go back a few years now to find a, a a game which which probably didn't have a goal at all. Um, 
probably going back into the the late uh, the early nineties or the, the the late eighties to find the game which didn't have a goal in it. So always exciting, always entertaining. Um, what's your thoughts on this, Melly? Obviously difficult because we've both got games in the Champions League. Us tonight, you tomorrow. Um, how do, how do you see this going at the weekend? How are you feeling going into it? If you asked us last week, I, I couldn't say anything but a Newcastle win, to be honest. But then we've come back from the uh, international break, rejuvenated. Luke Shaw's back. Manu's playing well. Hoyland will be back, hopefully. Um, I, I can say we're beating you 3 1, to be fair. Like, I just think like the Chelsea game could have won either way at ones each. Um, depending on what happens tonight, obviously you've got a lot of you've got a lot of confidence at the at this minute. You've got a confidence gone in the PSG game. Depending on what happens tonight, you know, like if you were to get a victory or even a draw, then you, you've got every chance of beating one. Um, because the confidence will be flown, the crowd will be up. Difficult place to go to, but if you get thrashed off PSG, how do you bounce back from that? in four days and that's if he didn't pick up any injuries same with us to be fair though but i don't know i mean i've seen a different manchester united on saturday and the manchester united that i've that i've um that i've known for a lot of years you know like they were the one the front foot they weren't the best didn't get us wrong but they were a lot better than what they have been the majority of the season so hopefully they've turned the corner a bit of confidence in there now and if they can get to galatasaray and get something we'll, we'll be bouncing you know and Eight o'clock kickoff. The lads have been on on the drink all day, and they'll be up in that away end, and they'll, you know, like they always take good support with them. Um, so I, I'm going for a three-one Manchester United win, mate. Are you going to the game? Yes, but <laughs> I'm in my mate's box. Ah! So... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm in my mate's box. I, I like going to be fair. It's good cracking you know, arts. Um. I could have been in the way end, but I'm letting me pal Gary go with his two two kids, you know, like they they got quite a lot of ways and all, you know, and and they do their way end justice. So I'm gonna be in my mate's box. It's it's funny, you know, you know, when you beat with two 0 last year, he he um he messaged us saying I can see you, but you know how far the boxes are away from the away end. I says, give our man. And yeah, he, uh, he sent us a picture and it was just like the, the whole boxes. And then he sent another picture with a circle, and it was me, and I couldn't believe it. And he rang us and he goes, You know how I knew it was you? He says, Because on the first goal, you were the only one sitting doing in that end. He says, Now when the second goal went in, the same Bali kid was just sitting doing. I says, oh, That's definitely Melly. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So I, it's, it's, um, I'm looking forward to it, mate. You know, it'll be a good day, it'll be a good night. So, well, all I'm saying, Melly, is make sure you don't waste any money at the bookmakers because you're never going to beat us 3-1 at the weekend. You reckon? You're not, you're not going to beat us. And we're not going to get... I'll bet with you, like, if you want. 10 we'll out of like... charity or something, or... 10 out of charity, you'll not beat us 3-1. I'll give you the draw now. <laughs> I tell you what, Newcastle United will do all right this weekend against Manchester United. This isn't the oh, Manchester man. United. We are sure. The scare factor's gone, man. You don't you don't frighten Newcastle anymore. You, you don't frighten us anymore. It it depending on these two Champions League results, mate. It could mm. it could easily it could easily be an entertaining draw. But like we say, we'll have to wait and see what happens what with, these two, with these with these games. I'm gonna go for a Newcastle win. I think Are Newcastle, you? I think Newcastle will win 
I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm, I, you... You've been kind enough to give us a goal, so I'll give you a goal. I'm going to go for a 3-1 to Newcastle. <laughs> yes. 3-1 to Newcastle. Never it, man. We've got the best keeper in the league. You're joking. <laughs> you won't get me started about him. <laughs> Newcastle yeah. 3, Newcastle 3, Manchester United 1. We will, re, we will resume battle. Uh, yes. On Monday next week, uh, one of us will be smiling, one of us will be frowning. Um, looking forward to uh, the seeing you next week. Like. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. We'll try and catch up, mate, on yeah. uh, on Saturday before the matchup. Be good to see you. But uh, for right, now, Melly, a shout, mate. Thanks for thanks for joining us, Melly. Take care, mate. And thanks for joining everybody watching as well, mate. Take care. Bye bye. See you later.